saw this story by Evan Axelbank on Fox 13 News. Watching a lot of Fox 13 lately. And it's about a dude named 4G Auto Blow. Yeah. He is presenting a blue wave float party. And about 150,000 people have seen the invite on Facebook. A float party? I've never heard of one of these before, but it sounds sexy. The This is how out of touch we are with what's cool now. Uh, they had a float party in Miami where 100,000 people showed up and trashed a beach. Oh, wow. 100,000 people? Oh. I mean, we're looking at the video now on Bone TV of all the people. That is a gigantic party. That is a party. I mean, who wouldn't want to hang out on a float while there's rap music, right? Like I would. I just don't want anybody getting on my float. It's my no, float. No, yeah, everybody you bring, got, your, bring your own float. Yeah, BYOF. Everybody brings their own float. You got uh, you got your beverages, whether it's a pina colada or a cup of lean, if you will, which I think our next guest might enjoy. Uh, and uh, they're doing one of these behind the Don Cesar in oh. St. Pete Beach. Oh, man. The 31-year-old native of St. Petersburg and performer Forgiato Blow is behind this party, and he was good enough to give us some time this afternoon, and we would like to welcome to the show right now Mr. Forgiato Blow. What's up, dude? Hey, man. How y'all doing, Drew? We're real good, man. Thanks a lot for joining us this afternoon. No, I'm good. I'm just getting ready for this lightning game, and I'm out here picking up floats. <laughs> now, you don't have to supply the floats for all these people, right? They're expected to bring their own, right? No, but, you know, I got to have the best float there is. You know, I'm looking for the best float I can find. But, you know, it's just something different. But, you know, just a, you know, we're looking for a, a safe party. You know what I'm saying? We want to keep everybody safe. That's the biggest thing, especially the beach. And it's a good day. I know half of the city's pay, uh, praying for rain. You know, we're just you know, praying for a safe day. <laughs> and you seem like a guy who cares about the community because you've been in St. Pete your whole life. You're not, you don't want them to trash the beach. You'd like for everybody to kind of follow the rules but still have a really good time, right? Of course. I mean, we're all grown, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're, you know, a youngin' that's coming out there. You should definitely pick up your own float. But like I said, I'm going to be out there Monday with a crew of people picking up floats if there's any floats left over. We're just looking for something fun to do. Like I said, I do music. I'm on the road a lot. And I perform from Costa Rica all the way to L.A. You know, I got videos on the Internet with over millions of views. I'm working hard. We just put out a video a couple of weeks ago with Paul Wall, doing pretty good in Texas. So I'm working, you know, and a lot of people when you're not in the city want to say, like, okay, you're doing your thing, but I can't touch you. I don't get to see you. You know, and there's not that much local stuff going on here, I guess, from my genre of music. So I just said, hey, I'm going to be at the beach. If you want to come hang out, hang out. And just, you know, from there, just showed a lot of people how much attention I have. I like it. SBK, question, Mr. Forgiato Blow. So now hosting this party, will you be on a float amongst the people? Yes, of course. We're all going to be on floats. Um, I mean, if I tell anybody, we just want to make sure everybody, you know, is safe, obviously. I definitely went on this. Don't be bringing a lot of drinking and drugs to the beach. That's not what we're going to do. Uh, we're not trying to terrorize the community. I actually do live on Clancy Beach myself. Oh, um, you know, it's just we're going to be on the floats having fun. You know, it's not nothing besides that. You know, there's a float party. Simple. Absolutely. Something easy. It's free. Anybody can afford it right now in the world. You can go buy a $5 float. You can go buy a $1,000 float. I mean, there's floats that have trampolines on them in Sam's Club. There's all types of crazy floats. $1,000 float. Now we're talking. That's how I want a $1,000 float. That's how I know I've made my it in this was, world. My float was like four fifty, an average float. It could fit like seven people on it. It's got all types of, you know, beds on it, all types of things. Do, do you have a float budget, or there's no budget for this kind of party? No, nah, I mean, not really. But, I mean, I had a lot of people hit me up because, you know, I was just doing it for something, you know, to – let people come out and you know and hang out with me, you know, chill with me. Um, but pretty much since you know it got blown out of hand, I've done every radio and every TV commercial. I mean, uh, news station, you know, this week. So it's you know I don't know what I'm expecting. I was expecting a couple thousand, but you know, 
You don't know now, man. It could be 10,000 people out there. Hell yeah. We're speaking with Ford Giotto Blow about his float party coming to the Don Cesar this weekend. SBK? Uh, mm-hmm. Now, Mr. Blow, uh, what color will your Sprite be? Uh, pink. Okay, all right. Just, just checking. Just checking. Yeah, East of pink. pink. Yes, thank you. Uh, now, I would think that this controversy or fake controversy, if you will, kind of is exactly what you were looking for. Because I mean, let's let's be honest. Like, if they don't publicize this in the news, like you said, a couple hundred people show up, a couple thousand people show up, but you get free publicity on this radio station, on Fox 13, a couple of the other newspaper uh, and news stations pick it up. All of a sudden, boom. Mm-hmm. The, the curiosity factor is off the hook, and a lot of people are going to show up with or without floats waiting to see what this party's all about, dude. Yeah, definitely. I think it was a good thing. You know, it's obviously something in entertainment business. You always want stuff, you know, good press, bad press, and still press. And, um, you know, we're just making sure that everybody knows come out and have a good day, like I said. Trying to keep everybody not in trouble. I don't want no one going to jail. I don't want nobody getting their cars towed. Because we know how that can be, you know what I'm saying? But I know a lot of people are excited about it in Santa St. Pete area. I have fans from, you know, people from New York that got hotels flying in, people from Chicago, North Carolina. So there'll be a lot of people out there, you know. So we're just trying to do good tomorrow. I'm going to lunch with the mayor and myself personally, try to work out some more stuff. And, you know, I'm just, you know, not going against anybody. I'm just working with everybody. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just a float party. It wasn't set out to make any money, you know. Right. I could be selling wristbands. I could be selling inner tubes. I could be people hitting me up how much I'm going to charge to paint people blue, like, <laughs> You know, I mean, that might be something that might come in the future. You sure. Know? But this, this week right here is just, you know, about the people coming out, getting to know me and having a good day. All right. So you go to lunch with the mayor tomorrow. Uh, a, where are you going to lunch? And B, are you even going to make a move for the check or are you going to let the taxpayers pick it up? Because I would let the taxpayers uh, pick it up. Yeah, I'll probably take her out. You know what I'm saying? I'll pay for her first meal. She pays my neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, going to, we're going to eat somewhere at St. Pete Beach, whatever she wants to go to. Um, it's just, you know, someone like me coming up doing the music and putting the city on my back. You know, you're going to have a lot of love, a lot of hate, but, you know, they got to hate you to love you. And uh, we're just focused on, you know, doing good things for the city and using my voice. Like I explained to them, you don't got to be so negative about everything. Like, look at all the attention I brought now. Yeah. I could turn this around and go do a, a toy drive. You know, it's not all about money. Let me use my name to try to help you for the community that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Let me help us out. Let me do a toy drive. Let me get back to the community first. Right on, man. You set the question for 4G Auto Blow. Yes. Do you recommend that your fans with back hair shave down before the float party this weekend? Uh, of course. Because <laughs> I'm, br- I'm bringing floats and definitely bringing the females out there. You know, there's going to be a lot of females out there. So you definitely want to shave all that back hair. <laughs> and probably no Speedos, right? Like board shorts would be expected. No, uh, no banana hammocks, right? Uh, I mean, if you want to get the attention, hey, you know how it be. I got a big blue beard and mohawk. I'm craving attention. I might have a blue speedo on. I don't know. Man, right I, I, lo- I love this guy. I'd love me to get too. him in studio one day. Me too, dude. Next time you're in town for an extended amount of time, man. We're right in St. Pete on 4th Street, man. We'd love to have you in the studio, Forgiato. Okay, definitely. I'd love to come by when I get off the phone. We'll set something up. I'm going to be here till all the way till Sunday to the float party, so I'd love to come by and yeah. you know, figure out what kind of float y'all bring into the party. Hell yeah, dude. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for the time, man. Good luck at the float party this weekend, and let us know if we could do anything to help, man. We do a lot of charitable ventures ourselves, so we'd love to link up with you and do something, man. Good luck to you, Forgiato. All right. Thanks again for having me, you guys. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Did you say witch you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I said link up with you. W-I-T. Yeah. Link up with you. You know, I like him. Rappers. Me too. What a nice guy. Putting St. P in on his back. We need that. That's what he does. Nikki, get him in the studio on Friday. Let's Do make it. it happen. Make it happen. I mean, maybe not this Friday. No, no. He's in town for the float party. Let's get oh. him in here. We'll pick out some floats. We'll have him bring his floats by. We'll give him approval. All right. Nikki, holla at him, all right? You guys should see what this guy does with a baby bottle 
and a pineapple Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got, Kevin was showing me his pictures on Instagram. This guy's got some stacks. He promoted the show. I mean, he's, yeah. I love this guy. Yeah, Nikki, why are you, why are you seeming uh, trepidatious about making this happen? Man, don't hesitate about reaching out to Forgiato. I just messaged him on Facebook, said, do you want to come in Friday? Tell him he was great. Yeah. I want to spit, spit on a track with him. Tell him to bring his floats in on Friday and yeah. we'll, we'll see what works best for us. And we'll all wear beach wear. It'll be the beach party. I gotta, I gotta shave down, dude. It's gonna be a mess. Tell me, he was really good with us on the air. I just said you were great. Okay. He's a man of few words on Facebook Messenger. See, he saves it for when yeah. it's time yeah. when the lights turn on. That's when he goes. By the way, my biggest accomplishment of the day is that uh, the Tijuana Flats Twitter account just tweeted out an Adidas with the Tijuana Flats like logo and all that crap. It said, "Funny you should mention that," and it's a Tijuana Flats shoe. Now you gotta buy them. I, I will. Is it real? I, I don't know. If that's real, I'm putting that on my feet. Forgiato Blow. He'll buy those for you. Man. We got to get him out to the toy drive, doing stuff with Paul Wall. It's getting chopped and screwed. I don't like that wow, chopped and screwed He's stuff. a pretty generous guy, too. I'm looking at some of his concert footage. Yeah. If you are a lady and you walk up and open your mouth, he'll fill it full of Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that on Friday if he comes in here with yeah. Nikki. Yeah. Yeah, he can pour Hennessy down your throat. And then you know what happens when Nikki starts drinking? She starts smoking. <laughs> you can burn heaters right here in the studio, son. So excited. Link up with you. Maybe he'll burn them with you. Oh, dude. You get that lean. Get oh. your lean on. He'll burn you with one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what I want in life. On well. Your, on your banana nips. <laughs> <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs>
Oh, no, it was something I definitely grew up watching and kind of being inspired by. Um, Linda Hamilton making that fo- that role so famous, being the ultimate badass um, action hero, was um, was definitely something that inspired me as I was growing up. So it was I just jumped at the chance to play, to reprise that role in, in our Terminator. Absolutely. Probably a lot of pressure, too, because Linda Hamilton, I have to say there aren't too many female action heroes who carried a film like she did in T2. No, exactly, exactly. So not just just some rather big shoes to fill when I decided to say yes to this movie. Yeah, no biggie. Hey, did Arnold call you himself? Did he like get on the phone and go, "I love you in Game of Thrones. Why don't you play Salakana?" <laughs> that was an amazing accent. Can I just say? <laughs> you can. Um, he didn't. I kind of wish he had, um, but he did. He did say it to my face. So that's good on the day of shooting. So that was, um, yeah, I kind of spent all of my preparation just wanting to hear Arnold Schwarzenegger say exactly what you just said. (laughs) I'm sure that was a dream come true for you. We are speaking with Amelia Clark. She is in Terminator Genesis. It is in theaters July 1st, a much ballyhooed film. Uh, I would say this is probably your biggest uh, on-screen effort other than your television effort on Game of Thrones, correct? Yes, that is definitely correct. Are you ready for uh, the launch into the stratosphere that you're about to? Because right now, I would say you're a cult heroine, if you will. Like, there's, you know, it's an HBO show, but it's a gigantic HBO show. This one is about to propel you onto, uh, I would say, A plus list level. Are you ready for that? My goodness, I better be. <laughs> 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 If there's anything that's going to prepare me for it, it's getting to ready, getting to play, getting ready to play these strong badass women. So I feel like I'm 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 on I'm on a good level to to be prepared for it. Yeah, I think so. It's not like you're going from uh, from Z to A. You're like B to A right now because uh, your role is uh, as Khaleesi on Game of Thrones. I must confess, I'm on episode three of season one of Game of Thrones. I'm way late to oh the. Oh my goodness! I my darling. I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like all my friends are like, oh, you got to watch this show. You got to watch this show you love this show i reject hype when too many people are into something i figure that's not for me too many people are into it but i have to say you're quite fetching oh well thank you very much if you're on season one you would say that <laughs> <laughs> oh no do bad things happen to you like in the in the later seasons no not at all no i just put my clothes on after the later seasons that's oh, all. <laughs> i'm okay with that i'm not just there for the nudity i'm there for the story the drama and the action the nudity is just superfluous uh it's okay but that's not the meat and potatoes no, exactly. But there's, oh my goodness, you've got a lot in store for you then. If you're just on season one, there's some there's some goodies around the corner that are, that should keep you engaged. Well, I will say that this show does not waste any time uh, launching into the world of the ribald, what with incest and rape and kids and all that yeah. stuff. This is, uh, this is a show that pushes yeah. the boundaries. It does indeed. It does indeed. We're speaking with Amelia Clark. Terminator Genesis is in theaters on July 1st. Do you like the idea of John Connor being a machine this time around? And uh, do you think that this is completely going to reboot the franchise? Well, I think it's one of the elements that will reboot the franchise for sure, because I think it's a a, a plot twist that is coming out of nowhere. Um, And it kind of keeps everyone on their toes and keeps everyone guessing and keeps that threat that we've been that we've been trying to conquer throughout the first couple of um, uh, first couple of movies, it kind of keeps it um, keeps it going basically. Sure. There's so many things that we can't prepare for, and John Connor being one of the bad guys is not what anyone was expecting. Yeah, I know. I like that. You're probably going to get a lot of the purists, aka nerds, who are going to say, "Well, that's not the way it should be." But when you're rebooting a franchise, I think you need to take chances like this, and uh, you've got an opportunity here to uh, to really make your mark. Exactly, exactly. I like the rapport that we have here. We're speaking with Amelia Clark, Terminator Genesis, in theaters on July 1st. Okay, Terminator versus one of your dragons from Game of Thrones. Who wins that fight? Oh, 
Oh my goodness, that's like asking me to pick between my children. It's very, it's a very difficult, difficult one. I feel like if I could find a uh, a Terminator dragon who breathed fire, then that would be the ultimate. I got you. They fought and kind of turned into each other. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be pretty neat. Uh, my partner here, Seth, would kill me if I did not let... He's the one who turned me on to Game of Thrones. He is caught up in current, and he would kill me if uh, if I did not let him ask you a question. Seth, this is Amelia Clark. Amelia, beside yourself, who's your favorite character on Game of Thrones? Oh, on Game of Thrones. I mean, I think that um, that Aya's pretty, pretty incredible. Maisie's performance is just amazing. Um, as a shout-out to my girls... And then I think that um, you can't get better than Peter Dinklage. Tyrion is uh, is the is the all time winner in my eyes. I have to say, only three episodes deep. I love that guy. I love his sly little asides to the camera, and uh, and that's one yeah. one of the major factors. Not as big as Khaleesi, of course. And I just found out you're pregnant on the show. Congratulations! I hope that things end well with that. <laughs> I'm pregnant on the show. I think so. Didn't they? I, 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 didn't that just happen in episode three? They said you're with child, and somebody's going to slaughter a goat for you, or something like that. Yes, oh my goodness, you just after suddenly like, what? <laughs> Season one, yes, yes, I'm expecting. Okay. Who knows what I'm expecting, but I am. Oh, that's quite the tease. Uh, you've certainly come a long way from when your father told you that the phrase you need to memorize as an actress would be, would you like fries with that? How many times a day do you think about that and laugh at where you are right now? Oh my goodness. Well, I think he was just trying to protect me, protect the um, the many uh, the uh, the kind of the happily ever after idea that I would have had about being an actor. And it's just incredible that I get to be where I am with my acting right now. It's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's not, I'm a very very lucky girl, that's for sure. You certainly are, and we're lucky to watch you. Final question, and feel free to tell me to shove it, and that it's none of my business. But uh, Channing Tatum on Howard Stern this past week. Made mention of the fact that you perhaps approached him and his beautiful wife about a little party of three, menage à trois, as the French may say. Would you like to clear up any misconceptions that the public might have? Oh, my goodness. This is, I did an interview and I didn't realize that they were going to print that. I thought it was just like a, a big, <laughs> funny joke we were having. And then suddenly you're like the third person to be like, Channing read your article and thinks it's a good idea. I mean, my goodness. You don't you don't get more beautiful than Channing Tatum and his gorgeous wife. So um, it's just that, that that nugget of news has just made my day. <laughs> well, well, there are far worse rumors to have, and uh, and you know there it, are. Yeah, there are, and I think that would probably, if that three ever did happen, that would probably cause the implosion of civilization as we know it, because there could be nothing more beautiful in the entire world than that. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yes, there we go. <laughs> well, you are certainly lovely. Amelia Clark, Terminator Genesis, is in theaters on July 1st. This will be a $100 million opening weekend. Is that what you earmark as success? Is that what your agent has said, look, we're looking for a gigantic $100 million opening weekend on this one? Oh, my goodness. Well, we can, we, we will just have to wait and see, I think. We can uh, cross our fingers, that's for sure. All right. Well, we'll do our part by encouraging people to go see that. I'll see it three times if I have to. I will get caught up now that you and I have this personal relationship, and I look forward to seeing the many things that Khaleesi has in store for me as I continue plodding down the path of Game of Thrones. Thank you so much for your time, Amelia, and continued success to you. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks. Take care.